Section 44 of Essays on Art by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shreya Sethi. Essays on Art by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Translated by Samuel Gray Ward. Section 44 upon dilettantism part one upon dilettantism or practical amateurship in the arts note to the essay on dilettantism in giving a transition of this singular work it seems desirable to say a few words by way of presenting it to the reader in the right point of view it may be said that in this country we have nothing of that widespread dilettantism that forms so remarkable a feature in European civilization, and that, whether it be good or evil, we are too busy a people to anticipate its having any deep hold among us. But whoever reads with attention this masterly shorthand analysis of the clear-sighted German will be surprised to find that the subject has the strongest possible bearing on our present condition and that in fact, with rare exceptions, all our art, all our literature falls inevitably within his definition of dilettantism. It was the belief of our author, and though opposed to the common belief, it is worthy of deep consideration that what we call genius may and does appear in any age, but that the most fortunate conjunction of circumstances conducive to the development of such genius is required to educate the great artist the great poet from this belief naturally follows in the second place that it is of immense importance that the artist should take hold of art by the right side this true side is distinguished as art in opposition to the false side which is dilettantism now in our country every tendency is opposed to a true artistic culture yet there is an intense thirst for the gratification that all men derive from works of art and this demand our so-called artists and poets supply after their fashion but true art springs not from an outward demand of the public but from an inward demand in the soul of the artist this essay may be defined as an inquiry concerning the true and false point of art and with a degree of fullness of knowledge of sharpness and refinement of view that perhaps no one but goethe ever combined it is carried into every art even gardening and dancing which as fine arts we are so little acquainted with are not omitted at the same time, it must be admitted that an almost algebraic brevity of statement prevails, and that it is a work to be studied rather than read. If the reader do not at first discover its drift, we would only suggest that whatever other question is made concerning Goethe, no one doubts his infinite critical acumen, that in his circumstances there was a remarkable analogy with that of every artist or literary man who is born in a period of false direction in art and that therefore if there be an appearance of obscurity there is always a strong probability that a more careful study will elicit a meaning that will repay the effort 
introductory and general. The Italians call every artist maestro. When they see one who practices an art without making a profession of it, they say, see the latter. Their expression of polite amusement and wonder shows their thoughts on the subject. The word dilettante is not found in Old Italian. It is found in no dictionary, not even the Kruskin. It is only found in Jagiman. According to him, it means a lover of art who is not satisfied with viewing and enjoying it, but would also practice it. Graces in ancient times. Graces after the revival of the arts, widely extended in late times, cause thereof. The practice of art made a requisite in education. In speaking of dilettantes, we accept the case of one born with a real talent for art, but prevented by circumstances from receiving an artistic cultivation. We speak only of those who, without any particular talent for this or that art, only give way to the natural imitative tendency in them. Upon the German word Fuschen, to botch, its derivation refers to handicraft. Handicraft expresses that a certain dexterity has been acquired according to rule and is practiced in the exactest fashion after the prescription and under the protection of law. Institution of guilds in Ungern, especially in Germany. The various nations have no proper word thereof. Idea expressed by the term. The dilettante holds the same relation to the artist that the botcher does to the craftsman. It may be maintained of art that it is in like manner learned according to rules and practiced according to law, only that its rules are not like those of a handicraft everywhere recognized, and the laws of the so-called free arts are spiritual and not civil. Derivation of Botchwork Futurai Advantage Genealogy of Dilettantism Dilettant honored, artist neglected. Cause. Certainty of a widely extended enjoyment of life is commonly the basis of all empirical estimation. We have taken such certainty maxims into our morale without being aware of it. Birth, valor, riches. One sort of possession ensures outward enjoyment. Genius and talent have an inward certainty but in their outward relation are peculiarly uncertain. They are not always in harmony with the conditions and wants of the time. In barbarous times, they were prized as something wonderful. They are not certain of applause, which must be secured by begging or flattering. On which account, those artists are worst off, who must in person court the applause of the moment. Rhapsodists, players, musicians... With rare exceptions, artists live in a sort of voluntary poverty. It was oblivious in all times that the condition of the artist had in it something desirable and invisible and enviable. Origin of dilettantism. General prevalence, I will not say of a high regard for the arts, but of its mixture with civil existence and a sort of legitimization of the same. End of section 44 Recording by Shreya Sethi.